BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Walking the Edge. It's their season premiere, so it's going to be live on Friday, September the 15th. It will air later on IWTV. Uh, for now, ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary, I'm very excited to welcome Mark Paulicell on hey the guys. show. How are you doing? I'm all right, but that fucking Andrew. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, he is complaining about C4 shows going long, and then he goes over his time to keep you exactly. waiting. So Payback, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say, it's just a receipt. That's just the way it goes. Yeah. I mean, look, the latest show ever went was a little after midnight because Cody Rhodes decided to talk for half an hour. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Generally, we aim to be done by 11 p.m., usually ending the day they start. It's a low bar, but at least you hit it. I have, gotta... I have many memories of traveling to Montreal for IWS shows in the mid-2000s and those things going past midnight and not getting home. Well, I live in Ottawa, so getting home for a couple hours afterwards. So it's payback. So right off the bat. You got to cut Cody off. Right? Yeah, exactly. He's uh, not he welcome anymore. There, that and what's he ever done? Right. So, so just jumping right into this is, this is special for me because you, Mark, you and I have talked about, it. I, I grew up in Ottawa. I, I grew up in the PN. I grew up in the West end wrestling, professional wrestling, uh, especially in the indie circuit. Wasn't something that I really saw a lot of in Ottawa. No. And I left in 2005. You guys started up around 07. Perfect timing. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I've missed what has become the rise of C4. I mean, there's so much history to dig into, but really, I just want your immediate thoughts. Now you're in a place where so many people are calling you positive names, you know, the, the PWG of the North and all this stuff. What, what does that do to a brand like C4? And how does that make you as a booker and a creator feel as a, as a wrestling creator? I mean, I, only in the last couple of years has it really struck me that there's a generation of talent who know what C4 is because it's really weird to me. But like, yeah, I used to watch C4 all the time. And it's like, what? This is really weird to me. Um, my goal was always to create a place that, that people would come and get better from coming to for workers. And so that's where the, I think the, the, the PWG term, uh, nor, ter, PWG of the North term came from, which was I would bring guys from different areas all to one area. Uh, I did not did not and do not have the flight budget that a pwg has but i would from the very beginning i would be like i want the best from ontario the best from quebec the best from uh locally the best from northeast us and and just get them all mixing because i wanted the people to experience working together get better from that and um yeah so uh it's 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 been a it's been it's it's crazy to stop and think the amount of time because that's where my 20s went and that's where, <laughs> where my 30s went <laughs> but like yeah it's it's um it's something i'm very proud of um and 
it's it's great to have talent who want to be here and want to want to check C4 off their their list of indies that they want to hit, and it's been really cool. I'm really proud of it. You have the 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 big match uh, this Friday, and it airs on um in Tuesday, if I'm wrong. Yeah, it airs uh, September 19th on on IW TV. Yeah. Um, but the big match just announced the grudge match: Evil Uno uh, against Alan Angels, number one. Number five, Angels was not happy that you put you put the number on him. I realize but... that. <laughs> I, I wasn't happy when he had to cancel on a booking last October. So wow, <laughs> look at that shot! Look at that shot! <laughs> I'm joking. It's all good. He, it's awesome <laughs> that he's coming up, and it's awesome that it's worked out. And it was literally something that fell to fell in place last week. So it wasn't just some. Uh, some clever promoting on my behalf to leave it four days before the show to push that match. But it's something that came together and I'm really excited about it. Well, let us know how, how did it, I mean, Uno's very involved, but how did the, the whole thing come, come together with angels, you know, making this booking? Uh, it was angels. And I had been, he was supposed to come up last October. Um, and I was going to do him and Stu Grayson that fell apart because he went and got a chance to work for impact. That son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and since then my scheduling has always, it's always seems to fall on impact weekends. Uh, that's why this is Josh Alexander's first time up here in over a year. I mean, he also was hurt, but this is why speedball can be here um jody thread will be here it's just it's very hit and miss my scheduling i book an 18, 18 months in advance for dates um with my venue so once i'm locked in it's kind of like oh well thanks guys for letting me know about <laughs> these dates so yeah alan angels is someone who i've gone back and forth with uh have wanted to get him up here at some point um and then kind of last week he reached out and it was I don't, I don't know the exact circumstances, but he, he was going to be in Canada. So I said, let's do it. Um, and we're doing it. <laughs> and I think it's a match a lot of people want to see, him and Uno. Um, both have a, a long history together, and I think it's going to be awesome to be able to present that. There's another match that's on the card that I think a lot of people are, are very interested in if they're not already. That's actually the, the match that you just kind of uh, talked about with Josh Alexander. Uh, we had Shane Hawk's former tag team partner, McCree yep. Martin of Hot Stepper is going to take on the walking weapon. How did this one come about? Whose idea was it? And uh, how excited is it to have Josh back in C4? I mean, I'm glad to have Josh here. Uh, he's he's someone who uh, I want to say his first match in C4 is probably 2009. And he's someone who I, I believed in very early. And I remember when I first saw Josh, me and several other people were like, this guy is where Kevin Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Dean was in like 2006. Like, like he's like five years behind a Kevin Steen. Um, and I'm, I'm glad he's proven, <laughs> proven myself and others right. Uh, and I'm so happy for all the success he's had. Um, but yeah, Josh, Josh, last time he was here, I believe was, it's been over, it's, I feel like it's been over a year. Uh, last time he was here was against me young Jay Lee and it was awesome. And so McCray and him actually have wrestled once before. Um, it was in 2019 on a very early incarnation of Uno's Mystery Wrestling um, when it was just like uh, it wasn't I might have been streamed on YouTube. I don't know. But it was at the, the, the original Keep School and they had a match. And McCray has come a, a long way since then. Um, and he's someone who I'm very, uh, very happy to see how he's he's matured both 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 in ring and, and mentally and he's someone i have high hopes for and i i really like like up and down this card there's something i, I see a theme for myself inadvertently was putting not even more established talent but talents who have broken out against local slash younger talent um and it's cool that some of those 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 more established talents are people who started with C4, or not started with C4, but were from with C4 at a younger point in their careers, and they themselves did the same thing with an older generation. Um, yeah, I think McCray and Josh is going to be an awesome combination. McCray has really proven himself in the last six months, I'd say especially. Um, I would give credit to to his his work with, with Andrew, <laughs> with Shane Hawk. I, I remember I, I told Andrew when I put them together, I want you to help help uh mccray mature and i want i want to see because i believe he's got a lot of potential i want to see come out of him and i think that really did happen you've and also Josh, got uh, oh you, you've also got uh francesco akira on, on the show yeah and, you know, he's been he's been doing a lot with uh new japan he hasn't done as much this year he's kind of been all over the place yeah. uh he's been in new japan since like the the summer but how did uh him him being on the show come about that came together uh him and Vaughn Vertigo are buddies and Vertigo has been, been mentioning he's going to be around. He's going to be around. Uh, and then he's, I, he's on smash the next day in Toronto or somewhere in Southern Ontario. And we started talking and then again, it was someone who, who really wanted to check off C4 from their, from their list of uh, travels and it's worked out and it's, it's cool. People are really hyped to have them. I'm looking forward to having them and it's, it's cool to have someone on, on, I mean, more or less, he's kind of on a North American excursion right now, even though he's not f- from Japan, but he's been doing a lot of stuff in North America the last couple of months, I want to say. And, uh, I'm sure in the next couple of years, he will be un- unavailable for, <laughs> for bookings. So, uh, I was, I was happy to jump on it and get him on the show. How much, um, of your time because this c4 isn't your only life's work you you have other uh projects that you work on how much of of your time is really benefited or not benefited spent on c4 i should say i mean 16 years (laughs) it's it's it's, but what i'm saying what i'm saying is it used to it used to be the the center of a lot of my attention 
it still is. It's something that I feel like I have it on the back burner of my mind all the time. Um, but because I put in the work starting 16 years ago, I'm able to compartmentalize what I'm doing in life, whether it be family, whether it be my, my, my day job, whether it be the other creative endeavors I have. Um, but I always, like, it's, I just, that's just how my brain works. It's like, I've got several things on the go. Um, and, and C4 is always, is always there. And I have my, my spreadsheets and my documents about like, what's the next month card is going to be, how, what's a few months from now going to look like. And it's, 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 it's not like I'm doing weekly TV. I'm doing one show a month. And fortunately, I, like, I feel like I put in my 10,000 hours and I've become pretty good at it. Um, not to have too much of an ego, but I feel like I've done pretty good. And, and as a result, I, I, I have certain instincts and intuitions that I feel I can, I can rely upon. And uh, it doesn't have to dominate. That said, like, if I had more drive like 12 13 years ago i remember trying like we're gonna run montreal we're gonna take this on the road and at this point i'm like i'd rather just be a destination i'd rather people want to come see the shows here and that's another thing i took from pwg it's like they didn't try and they didn't try and ring of honor it they were pwg they became the place where people want to go and um and also allowing me to just do a show a month makes it a destination for fans and talent but also lets me have a life outside of, of C4. C4 is something I do for fun and have always said, if it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. Um, it's awesome that it's a passion that, that, that breaks even. It's a passion that um, makes a lot of people happy, but it's not the only thing I have in my life. Uh, I want to ask about um, Fighting Back, uh, yeah. the, the, the cancer show, which I, I feel is the, the biggest show that, that you guys do each year. How you've been doing this for, for years now. I know 2011 was the first one. Yeah. Uh, is the, the most recent one was uh, Fighting Back 12. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm terrible with time. Um, <laughs> I know Evil Uno was heavily involved when, when it first started, but how did this you know really start? And then from uh 12 years ago to to now the just the growth of it and how much money you guys ha have raised for everything for uh cancer uh treatment research and things like that yeah so in 2000 it would have been late 2010 a young a young talent named frank moran uh who's best friends with uno and Stu. um he wrestled the stinky the homeless guy in isw his kid supreme he had a few other gimmicks as well um but he was like he he broke in with uno he was best friends with those two. I was pretty close to him as well. And uh, Frank got sick in late 2010. In January, he was given a year to live. Uh, so January 2011. And I remember the next day, I reached out to the Canadian Cancer Society saying, I don't know what I want to do, but I'd like to do something at that time to celebrate him with the idea he'd be still alive come the summer so he could see a fundraiser in his honor. Um, and I, I ran that by Uno and Stu and some other close friends of his. And they're like, let's do it. Let's do it. And so then fast forward to April, um, cancer was very aggressive. And he passed away on April 1st, 2011. And at that point, like it was within the next couple of days, I remember talking to Uno and Stu and others and being like, I think we should still do this and just do it in his memory. And they were on board with it. Um, and we had various fundraisers to help raise funds to cover the cost of these shows. Uh, all, almost all town volunteers their time for this show. Um, 
and then we spend the money on bringing a name or two into and, and other overhead costs but uh yeah since 2011 it's something that's that's growing um with the help of guys like new legacy inc in on twitch that's how i found out about it yeah like johnny and, and those guys just like they took it to another level and i felt like like i can't i like i they were they like tens of thousands of dollars every year from twitch streaming i was like holy shit what what's going on here and then in the pandemic i want to say they crossed 100k almost uh one year in 2020 when i was like we couldn't even do a show that year um or at least it was up there uh, i remember when cody was here we did like 70 or 80 thousand but that just became like this this this, this ball rolling uh, the last couple of years, New Legacy has not been as involved uh, just because they have other things. They're, like Johnny's got other things that keep him busy. <laughs> De- deadlock for one. <laughs> um, but he's a huge supporter. Uh, this We're still finalizing the number, but this year we did another 30000 Last year we did about 40000 And yeah, we've we've raised over $500,000 from the Canadian Cancer Society since 2011. Uh, yeah, all donated in, in Frank's memory. And it's been, it's been cool. Like, I know, I know Frank's sisters, like you don't have to keep doing their show, but I'm also like, I don't know how not to do their show. Uh, it is the most stressed I feel every year <laughs> it's because it's like, we, I'll be like talking to them. I'm like, can you reach out to this person? It'll be, see if they can come do the show. <laughs> can you, can we get, and, and unfortunately this year it was like Wembley was the next week. A lot of people did not want to take Indies ahead of that so but i'm still very happy like this past year we had lance archer we had uh the rascals um and i'm forgetting people right now but we had a pretty loaded show and i was very i was very happy with it uh and all the talents involved were happy with like ninja mac came up for it uh, others but yeah it was it was a loaded show it raised 30 grand uh between the show and then uno did a 12 hour or six hour twitch stream and uh yeah, it was it was a success, and fighting back is, like I said, it's, it's stressful every year, but it's it's rewarding, and uh, it's the cancer side is very very grateful for what we do every year, and uh, it's it's nice to know that it's it, it does make a difference in some people's lives, and also my whole goal with it when I started fighting back and doing that first show was to do the least carny fundraiser show possible because i didn't want to be like one dollar from every tickets is donated or or five dollars was like a hundred percent of the door is donated this year we we had to kind of change that just because their costs were very high and we did have to spend against 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 some of the money raised but it was still we've raised over thirty thousand dollars for the cancer society society and we're very proud of that i was gonna say as someone who's uh family in ottawa has been directly um deal, dealt with cancer and the hospital system that comes yeah. with that knowing that there's a show like that that exists and continues to to raise money for uh, for cancer societies is is just it, it's meaningful it do, really does go a long way it, so uh, i do i do offer my thanks for that um oh. we've all we, we're unfortunately as we get older we all have been experiencing that touching our lives yeah, it's, Unfortunately. it's the worst commonality that we're all going to deal with in our lives. Yeah, and I remember back when I started in 2011 and I was in my late 20s and it's like it it was it was a rare it was a rare occurrence to have someone in my life and then I was just been like <laughs> you're feeling it. So it's it's yeah, fighting back is very important to all of us. As we talk about the growth of uh, not only fighting back but also C four, and you had mentioned that you know you're booking your venue eighteen months in advance, and that's the Preston Event Center. Yeah. That 
venue holds what about three four hundred seats or is it bigger than that we we get we've gotten like june when we had the double cage match we got up to 600 600 it gets packed so on average like low end 400 we'll have a show and then all the way up to about 600 have you guys thought about talked about scaling up and and uh, finding a new venue in the future or i mean is... i'd i'd rather have a packed 600 person venue than a half empty arena um and as someone from ottawa you know that venues in the city don't really exist uh there's a reason bands don't come to ottawa all that often uh we're between toronto and montreal we don't have a mid-size like we don't have a thousand seater space um it's either like i'm very lucky with the preston event center because we had an we were in a night to columbus for for a decade they sold their building and then i was trying to figure where to go and uh preston event center is somewhere that i've been to for a wedding and i was i reached out and they surprisingly were willing to well based on the history of a decade at another venue and bar sales at that venue they were willing to to give me the chance um but yeah ottawa is very lacking in in mid-size event spaces uh and those that do exist are obscenely expensive because they're used to doing corporate or weddings that can tens of thousands of dollars which indie wrestling unfortunately does not have to spend um but yeah people have asked me that question it's always been i'd rather i'd rather have a sellout than than an like a cavernous arena that's that even if you have 800 people it still feels empty if that makes sense no it does it's funny because that that's again going back to the pwg model that's that's similar to what they they have been dealing with and what they've done they they are now running the globe because their old venue got sold and demolished Mm -hmm. so the globe is their home but they don't really see themselves moving elsewhere it's it's a destination that's that's what c4 has become and i think it's wonderful my last question to you and then we'll wrap this up uh this is a more you question where where did your fandom start as a professional wrestling fan and let's bring it to now names that you want to see brought in to your promotion to c4 uh I mean, the second part I'll go with first. Uh, every year I'm fighting back. I'm <laughs> like trying to pull in favors. Uh, it, it gets, but it's also, it's just very, like there's there's dozens of people who I'd love to try and who are like, I, and I'm talking like top level international talent I'd love to have here. Um, on, on an indie level, I can't even start to name names because there's a reason why I have like 30 to 40 people per show is because I'm very bad at like <laughs> saying no and not having people. And it's like, okay, I can fit those people in a carload from like <laughs> New York or these people. Like it's, there's so much good talent out there. And then, yeah, whip through fighting back. It's like, there's, we can do these asks. It would be really cool to like, there were people. Yeah. I don't want to name names, but we got, we thought we could do a few things for fighting back this year that just didn't work out, but hopefully in the future they will. Um, my fandom, um, summer 92 is where, when I was nine years old, I, in like grade three before that summer, I remember having some friends in my class who were very into wrestling and I was hearing it, but I wasn't a fan. And then I remember going into summer of 92, watching like power hour on TSN on Saturday mornings, WCW power hour. And, yeah. uh, and also, and then also Maple Leaf Wrestling, the repackaged superstars, and then Calvacade, WWF Calvacade, it was on, on CHRO, uh, <laughs> right after, which was a repackaged, I think, Challenge, or All-American Wrestling. And uh, then just, like, 
everything I could everything I could watch I'd watch and but summer 92 specifically because I remember Beach Blast 92 and hearing on WCW them talking about the Falls Count Anywhere match between Cactus Jack and Sting and just having visions of them wrestling in sand and like on a beach and then by the end of the summer SummerSlam 92 and Brennan Bulldog and just a match that was like this is incredible and that's part of me is like it's really i wonder where my fandom would be had it started like three years older with seeing like hogan on top but fortunately like i got to watch bread and bulldog and and these guys do their thing um but yeah then it just became just digesting anything i could getting into the after mag soon after and just seeing all that was out there um and just be just a hardcore fan. And, uh, and Joel, as you know, growing up in Ottawa, there wasn't a whole lot of wrestling here. Um, I went to a couple indies that did, did, did occur right here. Uh, I remember one matinee see, at the Super X on a Saturday afternoon, seeing Jimmy Snuka and Metal Maniac headline a show in front of about 30 people in the Civic Center. So not many people knew about that one, but <laughs> I remember being there. Uh, but yeah, I was... I just anything I could get my hands on, um, and and so I kind of dropped out of wrestling. Then right around like the boom, like end of night, summer '99, I kind of just lost interest because it was getting to be everywhere, and I just had other interests take me away. And that was like uh, I was helping out like local film production stuff and getting into that. And then I, I came back to watching wrestling in like spring of two thousand one right around WrestleMania X7 and then being like, what has happened? Where did, what happened WCW? Like, and you see, I remember going on prowrestling.com one afternoon, like a week before X7, like the first, it was just like, cause I remembered that site. So I'll check it out. And then I went and it's like the first thing, like WCW sale, like what, what did I miss? So, so, uh, and then getting back into it. And then around 2005, uh, started helping with a local indie, which led me then to want to put on shows myself because it was a local indie that I knew that the promoter was just going to do what he wanted to do. And then I started, actually, I did two shows with IWS in Gatineau in 2005 and 2006. And I, I look at that as, as kind of like my, my, um, my college <laughs> of putting on shows and learning uh, from that. And then I started C4 in 2007. And I think a big part of wanting to start C4 was creating something I didn't have as like an insane 13-year-old wrestling fan or 14 or 15, 16-year-old wrestling fan. That it wasn't here. And, and those promotions that did exist here, the limited promotions that were here, were all run by workers who were just doing it for themselves. To, I mean, the, the, the reason a lot of indies start, unfortunately, as, as a place for a, a workers to main event their own shows and and like i mean uh, one of the reasons i think c4 has had success is because it, it's not about me i have no interest in in being in the spotlight i have no interest in main eventing and and my, my the people i work with are the same way so um that's a long answer but like my fandom started when i was like nine years old uh, did not have any family watching wrestling. It was like looked down upon. <laughs> it was it's that fake stuff. And then, yeah, I just I just found it myself. I like the first week of superstars. I remember going back. Sorry, was the was the the black ooze on Warrior's face, like from Papa Shango. Like that's <laughs> like that's that's my first memory of watching of uh, superstars. So it was a couple weeks after the vo the vomit. Unfortunately, I just missed out on that. <laughs> It's amazing. You and I, you and I were, we're a few years apart, but like 
we we've had a very similar kind of upbringing when it comes to wrestling and just yeah. I, I i really did enjoy this conversation mark thank you so much C4 no problem anytime Walking the Edge is going to be live at the, uh, oh my God, I just forgot. Preston Event Center. Preston Event Center. Preston <laughs> Event Center, Friday, September the 15th. Uh, check it out if you're in Ottawa or adjacent. If you want to go, go check them out. Uh, if not, IWTV, they'll be airing it. You said Tuesday, right? September Tuesday 9th. at 8 p.m. There we go, 8 p.m. Go check that out. Mark Hollison, okay. thank you so much. We appreciate your no time. Problem. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Bye, guys. Take care. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc